Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, we've reached the last week of our series on confrontation. Confrontations for those who hate confrontation. That's right. We've talked to about a couple scenarios of ways that we may have to confront someone. And today we're discussing clearing up misunderstandings or bad communication. Well, this is really... I guess that I would consider the easiest of them all because it comes closest to what we're trying to do with confrontation overall, which is to make it ordinary, to normalize it. That when people work together and you're different than each other and lots is going on and it's complex, things happen that that don't go well and they need to be talked about. That's all confrontation is. It's being willing to bring up something that's not working and talk about it and come up with an alternative. It's like a form of coordinating difficult things. And what's more common than misunderstandings in the workplace? Well, it seems that it's the most awkward, perhaps, because even though it's the most normal. Yeah. Well, we think we're so clear. You know, for example, like we're giving instructions and we, everybody, you're in a meeting and everybody's clear and you've had time to ask questions and then it comes out completely differently. And somewhere, something that you thought was, you, you, you thought you said it clearly and they thought they heard it clearly, you got a whole different interpretation on it and how it came out looking completely other than how you expected, and that's got to be cleared up. It's not a case of someone not doing their job. It's a case of there being, you know, in that case, a misunderstanding about the scope or the expectations or the, you know, how it would look. Well, chances are we have been at the receiving end of somebody clearing up a misunderstanding, and that person has been angry, thought they heard something else, confronted us in a way that was inappropriate or angry or just uh, vehemently. <laughs> um, excellent. X, X and X. And so it is. it makes us the most uncomfortable that we might come across that way to someone else. Exactly. So what's going on there is somebody is trying to figure it out all by themselves. And that's the most horrible thing to do. And that's why this needs to be confronted, or in our ordinary language, talked about. Because you cannot figure out misunderstandings on your own, or it wouldn't be a misunderstanding. But that's what we do. And we figure that somebody is um, disrespecting us. We decide they don't care. They decide that something else is more important to them. And we make this all up in our own minds. So as you mentioned, by the time we do talk to them, we are so upset with the conclusions we've drawn that we are attacking them for how they've not done what we've asked. And again, so that just starts the battle. So they have to defend themselves from us. So what do we do here, Carl? How do we, when we've learned that we make the subject the subject, How do we confront someone with a misunderstanding? Chances are maybe it's about you, about how you work, about something that affects you. So it's personal, but you're trying to do this in a way that's productive. Well, let's stay with the workload example for now is is to talk, the way to keep the subject to the subject is to talk about it from your perspective and don't make any assumptions about their perspective because something has gone wrong. So you need to find out from them what happened with their perspective. So you start off by communicating, I thought we had agreed to do X, X, and X. And when it came out looking like Y, Y, and Y, I was caught off guard. So you're just talking about yourself. And I was, and then you asked the question. I was wondering how you went away from that. You don't make excuses for them. You don't say, oh, I know you might have misheard it and it might be a misunderstanding. No, no, no. Don't, 
Don't help them in that way. Just put it out there and then listen to what they heard. Now, it may be something, you may hear something upsetting, and then you can talk about that. But you just may hear that they came up, they heard it from a slightly different perspective, and then they acted on it from that perspective, and that's how it ended up so differently. Another kind of misunderstanding is how people communicate. And um, we used to work with a certain someone. Who will remain nameless. Who will remain as well. nameless. <laughs> as usual. Who could not send an email without sounding angry. That's right. That's right. And people would come out so worried and so upset that this person was so angry about something that they had done or hadn't done yet. See, now they've done the work of trying to figure out the misunderstanding all by themselves. And they just read into the you know, tone. lack of adjectives and tone of a written piece, things that were, ne- were never even there. And so and they were already worried and already concerned that this person with more power than them was upset. And that was their starting point. So you just look at it for what it is and get it clarified with the person, got your email, and um, was concerned that you might be upset. And you just suggest it. And it just gives them the opportunity to, no, I'm not upset. I was just asking you a question. You know, 95% of the time with this person that we're talking about, it was simply a question. It was literally just asking the question, what happened? But everybody heard, what happened? Moron. (laughs) (laughs) And it was never there. And so, um, where somebody comes across uh, all sorts of ways, and you, you try and figure it out, and feel hurt, and you feel misunderstood, and it turns out they just had a you know, bad morning, and they're, they're coming, and they're in a bad space. And it was nothing you did at all. They were reacting out of something else. So if you just put it out there and talk about the topic, that gives them, it's a safe place for them to let you know where they were really coming from. I can't even tell you the implications that this uh, topic really makes for our personal lives, too. <laughs> Learning how to confront, you know, your spouses or your children or people in your life. But um, I think um, I think the idea that we are people, human beings, working together, spending large, st- you know, quantities of time together, the fact that we we shy from confrontation or we avoid talking about issues makes things worse. Exactly. Exactly. And things are complicated at work and lots is going on all at the same time. So what one person just hears that, that the client is coordinating when a schedule, when a deadline is communicated and another person hears that they're, you know, angry and this is some kind of drop dead thing and they're fed up and that doesn't, didn't, neither of those things came from the client. One of them came from out of the person who's okay with just direct communication. So when the client said, I want it by this date, that person just received it as information. Oh, um, good. Now I've got the date it's due by. The other person who's more sensitive about things heard this kind of you know, demand. and A lot became at stake, and it just was how they interpreted it. So you just got to get that cleared up. Again, you got to get back to the facts and finding out what the facts are. And people can look at the same, the exact same set of facts together and see them completely differently. And that's why being able to talk about it, about emotion, just ordinarily, you just find out, oh, I see. That's not what I was looking at at all. Well, it's worth it. We want to work in companies, places, offices where we have good working relationships, where work is being done, that it's a safe place, that so, and we spend a lot of time there. It makes sense that we would want to have the smoothest possible work experience. Exactly. 
and keep your eye on the goal. I mean, what's your goal? If your goal is to vent on someone, then have at it. Destroy the relationship, you know, spew poison all over them. You know, that's not usually our goal. Our goal is to get the situation cleared up, whatever it is, the work quality, the offense, the misunderstanding, the um, quantity up to where we expect it to be. And so the, only, the way to be able to talk about that is to create a safe place to talk about it in just an ordinary matter-of-fact manner. And then two responsible people who both care about the company can lay the facts out and start sorting things out. And by and large, in that dynamic, people will be generous with each other and understanding. They can talk. And it's exactly the opposite. The most generous, kind-hearted, diplomatic of people, when attacked, will protect themselves. And that is why confrontation, when done out of anger or frustration or powerlessness or um, any, anything that's just where you're needing to express yourself, usually backfires and turns into a war of perceptions and self-protection. Well, I've certainly learned a lot. If anything, if we can get people or listeners more comfortable with the idea talking to one another. That's our goal. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome to comment on our blog. We're always up for giving advice at boldenterprises.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 